0: Making your life better is what Heritage Bank & Trust employees and board members strive for on a daily basis. Hello, I'm Claire Hill, the Marketing Director at Heritage Bank & Trust, located in Columbia, Tennessee. I will be your podcast host and moderator for Heritage Hometown. Heritage Hometown is a podcast designed to help make the lives of our communities better by showcasing the community bank difference. Join us as our community bankers and leaders provide you with various topics relating to financial health and community banking. Welcome to our fourth episode of Heritage Hometown. Today we're here with Daryl Lynn, the owner of the Factory of Columbia. Welcome, Daryl.
1: Thank you. It's good to be here.
0: I'm very excited to have you on. I want to get a little bit more information about your business and a little bit more about the factory. So, can you tell me a little bit about your business background and how you ended up in Columbia?
1: Sure. I was born here, Uh, so I was born here. I left when I was 18. Traveled around the world. Lived in. Europe, lived in uh, South America, and then lived in Florida, and then moved back to Tennessee seven years ago. Uh, So that's what brought me back to Tennessee. You came back home. Yep, came back home. Uh, And then uh, throughout that process for my career, I ran a a $100 million revenue company that built pulp and paper mills around the world. So I got to travel the world uh, building paper mills and conducting business and doing contracts, etc. Uh, once i got bored of that and sold that company to a public company that's when i got focused on what i really like to do which are antiques and building something that's mine like the factory and that's how the factory got started was retiring in my career and then moving into another large project that was going to take five to ten years to complete
0: and something that makes you happy and that you enjoy doing it does and you've done a great job with it. For, for our listeners, can you tell me the address here at the factory, Daryl?
1: Sure. It's 101 North James Campbell Boulevard, not South, North James Campbell Boulevard. It's right at the corner of Santa Fe Pike and James Campbell Boulevard.
0: Perfect. Perfect. Now, what do you enjoy most about running your own business? I know that there's a lot of different <laughs> aspects here with different businesses that you're working with here at the factory, but what do you enjoy most about running your own business?
1: Probably uh, watching tenants come in and succeed because we're leasing space out and we're building out space for a bakery, for a tea company, for a consignment clothing company and different companies. So watching them start as a small entrepreneur, not sure what to do, how to do it. And then a year later, they're succeeding greater than they thought they would
0: and then bringing traffic into this building to of course uh, just kind of cross-market tell me a little bit about how you started this business model uh, in this building so uh,
1: good question uh, it was almost by accident uh, we were down the street about a mile and that's where we had our warehouse with all of our antiques <laughs> and we sold our antiques online only and we sold to some designers in nashville but we didn't have a big warehouse where people would come in on a daily basis. We had a small warehouse where we would sell online. And then I had heard that this building was going to be for sale coming up. Found out who the owner was, called him, he gave me a price, and we struck a deal within 15 minutes. And here you are. And here we are. So
0: this was a plant or a factory. So can you tell us a little bit about the background of this particular building?
1: Yep. It was the Publix Shirt Factory. Uh, Started in the 50s. Uh, Almost anyone in Columbia that's As old as I am remembers the factory. And then about 15 years ago, it converted to a box plant. And then two years ago, when we bought it, it was empty. And we took it over and have rebuilt the entire building.
0: Completely revamped it. Yeah. So, um, specifically, how long have you been in Columbia? I know you mentioned different businesses and coming back home. How long have you, of course, it takes a little bit of time to get the business going. (laughs) But how long have you been back in Murray County um, with this this idea?
1: We've been here... Oh uh, gosh, we were down there probably 6 7 years now total, two in this building and the balance in the other building, but this is home now obviously since we own it and since we're building it and that build out is a 5 year plan and we're in near going into year three of that five-year plan. It's
0: just a really nice uh, building, and I love the outdoor patio space that y'all have added and those mm-hmm. really neat, unique buildings uh, for our listeners. Uh, right as you come in on that back patio, you can actually come into some of the area here at the factory. So what is what was your first business uh, here that actually came in uh, as a vendor to be able to set up their oh, entrepreneurship?
1: Yeah, good question. That was a combination of Wear It Well consignment shop, which a ladies, high-end ladies, consignment shop run by Marnie who is awesome and then the Nashville Tea Company both came in about the same time
0: and what's unique about uh, your relationship with these businesses so you just lease them the space and they make it their own is that correct
1: that's correct they do the build out we work with them and the architect and our subcontractors to get the work done and then it gets built out to their specifications Uh, and then we have spots within the building they can choose Uh, Tenant spaces they could have chosen uh, to be located.
0: Okay, perfect. So you mentioned that you actually have had uh, You know, you've lived in all kinds of different places. You are in the antique business. What is the most unique antique or uh, Piece that you've come across in your travels and in your business
1: probably what we have out here now we have two uh, 1972 French fighter jet airplane tanks that go on the side of an airplane uh, airplanes fighter airplanes from France We have a pair of those. Now, why we have them, I'm not not sure. But I bought them six years ago and we brought them in five years ago. Or a a year ago. We've had them here.
0: It's a good talking point. It's
1: a great talking (laughs) point. But everything unusual I brought in, we've sold. It's amazing.
0: Well, it, you always have something different, <clears throat> and it's things that you can't find at other uh, local antique shops. That's right, for That's sure. Right. Um, I mentioned before in previous conversations, <clears throat> my brother is a fan and likes to come up most every other weekend, if not every weekend. All right. <laughs> so, uh, just wanted to mention that. So, what businesses are you are currently in the factory? I know you mentioned the <clears throat> National Tea Company, what where where it well boutique. What other businesses are in here? And Are you continuing to look to expand
1: yes we're we're moving into phase two now so we've broken it into three phases of build out phase one is complete that includes the nashville tea company bees salt sweet and salty Mm -hmm. bakery uh the belvedere botanic and travelers botanic they do they have beer garden and wine garden and plants they sell live plants uh then we have Potter & Sons, they're cobblers, so they're professional cobblers that repair very expensive shoes from all over the world, and they're coming out with a line starting this week of sandals and belts and other leather products. Um, And then we have the Columbia Antique Marketplace, which is a significant part of the building, 10,000 square feet, which is downstairs, which is a full marketplace run by Rebecca Steelwell.
0: And so just for uh, our guests listening or our listeners to our podcast, you can park pretty much anywhere and go in, but the main parking lot is going to be here on the... South, what side of the building is this? this is I'll have to e- fix e- east this, Carol. Okay, so park on the east side. You can come in the double doors on um, that patio area, like I mentioned, and then you can also come in uh, to the National Tea g- directly next to North James Campbell. Um, and if you want to visit the antique shop, you can also go in directly outside the building as well on the far left side.
1: That's correct. Okay. Or you can go there from upstairs. We have a door that goes downstairs from inside. Perfect,
0: so you can come in and just mosey around and end up in the the antique area. So tell me a little bit about your online business and um, you mentioned you were doing that before you actually had this building and the factory Mm -mm. itself. So tell me a little bit about how you got into online antique sales.
1: Sure, Uh, online antiques started about 12 years ago. One Kings Lane was one of the first house h-o-u-z-z is another one overstock wayfair um oh gosh there's rue la la there's 15 or 20. about half are gone now but most most of the good ones survived and we started selling on those on those sites are antiques so we have a photo booth here we photograph it we describe it we authenticate it we repair it and then it goes live online and then it's sold and shipped out from here that started that's how our business started actually um uh, probably nine years ago ten years ago
0: so just for our listeners you can actually visit some of these websites and purchase antiques online if you want to but you also have the opportunity to come in and look like you didn't have that opportunity before
1: that's right and it's it's best to come here number one you get to see the product number two it's less expensive since we're not selling through a site and paying commission we sell it for less money here at the factory so columbia franklin nashville all of the designers in this area that come in and the retail public can buy it at a lower
0: price. Right, well that makes perfect sense. So can you tell me about, just in case anybody wants to look at any of the websites, can you tell me some of those websites for folks to go look at them online?
1: Sure, Uh, our our number one is Cherish, C-H-A-I-R-I-S-H, the word chair and then ish. Uh, It was started by the folks that started Hotwire a long time ago. Um, And then they've been in business now nine years, they've just gone, with uh, public advertising, TV advertising. They're huge, they're fabulous out of San Francisco. That's our number one site. Second is Wayfair. Um, We sell a lot on Wayfair and ship out every day. Not just antiques, we sell antique books as well, and we design new furniture as well, and manufacture new furniture overseas. So we have the combination of antiques, antique books, and new furniture.
0: All, all the things um, now tell me how exactly do you go about getting your antiques when you're overseas do you sure. just randomly go see people <laughs> how yeah. does that work
1: <laughs> I, have a, I have a network of friends all over Europe and we have three warehouses in Europe uh, one in uh, Brussels one in Copenhagen and one in Stockholm and we store our product there and then when we have container fulls we ship them over and bring them into our warehouse here go through the process of restoration uh, clean-up, fixing, repairs, so, but we only have five employees that run it all.
0: Well, it sounds like you've just gotten everyone knows exactly what they're supposed to do for the common goal. So exactly. it's all coming together really nicely. What advice would you give to someone who is wanting to get started as an entrepreneur or business owner? I know you do some online selling. Uh, what, what kind of advice would you give somebody interested in that?
1: Uh, make sure you have enough money. Uh, cash is king. If you don't have enough capital to sustain yourself, through the startup phase, it's always the biggest downfall because it always takes more to build out. It always takes more to get started. It always takes more to get your first inventory uh, and your sales never equal what your business plan says that they will equal. And so that first year cash is the number one issue is to make sure you have enough money in the bank to sustain yourself through that Through the the periods where you don't meet your numbers.
0: Right. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, Why did you choose to bank locally uh, with Heritage Bank Interest? That's a
1: great question because I never have banked locally. I've always banked nationally. And I was talking to an attorney friend of mine in town and we were looking at doing the deal on this building. And he says, you've got to call Brent over at Heritage Bank. And I said, I've never worked with a local bank. Are they easy? Are they difficult? Do they have committees they go through? What levels can they approve for a loan, uh, construction loans, line of credits, all that stuff? And he filled me in. And so my wife and I then went and met Brent. And he was amazing. He knew exactly what we were about. I had a resume for him, so he understood my background and knew I wasn't just some guy trying to with another great idea that was going to go out and try to make a million dollars. And he understood exactly what we needed. And without me even telling him what I needed, he gave us a proposal that was exactly what we were looking for.
0: Perfect. So, for our listeners, Brent Whealy is our Chief Operations Officer at Heritage Bank and Trust. And he was on Episode 2 talking about the documentation that you would need uh, for your mortgage construction or just any kind of business loan. Um, so, if you'd like to go back and listen to Episode 2, feel free to do that. Otherwise, you can just reach out to us at 931-388-1970 and just ask for Brent if you specifically want to talk to him about a commercial loan. Um, Daryl, what is your phone number? Do you have a phone number here at the factory?
1: Uh, we do. 615 615-
0: Okay, perfect. Took me a minute to remember. I know. These days, we've just got so many things going on. And then, you already said your address, but would you mind uh, sharing your address with us again, just so our listeners can stop by if they have the availability?
1: Sure. 101 North James Campbell Boulevard. When you come down... Santa Fe Pike and North James Campbell Boulevard, you'll see this massive 72,000-square-foot building. It's dark. It's it's a black paint restoration, but it's painted on the side, uh, factory at Columbia.
0: How many, um, I should have asked you this earlier, but how long did it take you to do your restoration? Because you did a lot of work to this yes. building.
1: It took about a year and a half to restore the whole building, and then we started uh, tenant leasing. Uh, and then since we, and we got phase one completely leased up and then now we've hired Remax uh, Katie Baker yes. uh, a, a team and she handles the leasing for phase two and phase three and we hope to have some announcements some big announcements on phase two and three within the next two to three weeks.
0: Oh, I'm excited. I can't wait to see what's Some companies
1: on. out of Franklin and Nashville coming in. Coming in. We hope. We hope. Well,
0: I hope so. Fingers crossed. Yep. And regardless if those don't work out, I know that you'll be able to fill this beautiful space here very soon. Thank so you. I'm excited about that. As far as your hours are concerned, I know you mentioned there's a lot of <clears> different <throat> businesses that uh, have retail space here in the factory. Are the doors open all the time? How does that work?
1: That's another good question. Uh, the doors are generally open from eight to six. Uh, generally, but we're putting a we're putting a new security system on now, so they'll automatically lock at six o'clock. Uh, some businesses close earlier, some close at four, some close at five, uh, and a couple close at six. So if the doors are locked, that's that's because they're all closed up at six o'clock. Occasionally, there'll be a party that'll last till seven or eight that someone has because we have the deck. Um, but but generally from Eight, eight to five, eight to
0: six. Okay, perfect. And then some of the businesses like the National Tea Company, that is one that stays open till six most days. Yes. They have an outdoor uh, door that they can that you can go to and if you mm, happen to be right. in inside and need to get out, you can walk around and get into that space. That's
1: exactly right. You can they have their own entrance.
0: That you is know. a better way of saying that, Darren. Right. <laughs> Thank you. I'll fix that as sure. well. They have their own entrance. Um, so that's that's great. And then as far, far as uh, any of our listeners that want to stop by, um, I know you mentioned your specific business websites for antiques, but do you have a website for the factory or just the tenants that actually have space inside the site? Well, ceiling? they all
1: have, the, they all manage their own social media and that's the best way to do it. Yes. The factory has its own website, the factory at Columbia. Um, but we don't we don't put as much effort into that as each individual business does because of their hours, specials that they're doing. They post their lunch menu from the bakery, specials for like uh, the tea company did a Valentine's uh, mm-hmm. seatings four per day for two different days so they post all of their own social media because of that
0: well i love the business plan or the business model because um i have never come into this space and just gone to one business right and so that's really beneficial to a lot of your tenants i'm sure right. and i'm really excited um i love be salty and sweet just a shout out to them real quick i um if you have not had their chicken pot pie please get please stop yeah. in and get a chicken pot pie it's great um but there's a lot of great businesses here at the factory and i'm excited to see that uh, y'all continue to grow So. Um, I really appreciate your time today, Daryl, and um, you sitting down with us. Again, this is our fourth episode of Heritage Hometown, and we were with Daryl Lynn, the owner of the factory at Columbia. So as always, if you have any questions, um, you can call the bank at 931-388-1970, or visit our website at HeritageBankAndTrust.com. And we're really excited to uh, promote local businesses and just that community banking uh, spirit uh, amongst right. our uh, community members. Thank you for listening to Heritage Hometown. For more information regarding Heritage Bank and Trust, visit heritagebankandtrust.com or contact us at 931-388-1970. Follow Heritage Hometown wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.